I'm your favorite 6'2 gay male. The only one that matters. The only <laughs> one that matters. I'm here to call you homophobic slurs. Uh, I am a conservation biology and genetics major here at UW-Madison. Um, I also work for University Housing. I'm a junior assistant shift lead at Target in the front end. I carry keys. Yes, you do. And... Overall, bad bitch. Mm, on to you, Robin. My name is Robin George, a fellow bad bitch, um, style consultant at Target. This is the tip top of my resume. Um, and I'm a fellow student here, um, a standing junior at UW-Madison, but I'm a freshman. Yeah, political science major, nonprofit founder, and giver of executive positions to send nonprofit to friends, um, namely Ben. So it's nice to have you on the team. Thank you so much, yeah. Robin. And if you haven't found out already... Psych! Psych! I'm Robin, haha. Ha. And I'm Ben. And I hate it here. <laughs> Don't we? I hate it in this body. Do you want to switch? Just for Shall one we? day. Just for one day. I feel like it'd be eye-opening. What would you learn as me for a day? White privilege? What it feels like to run at top speed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not a runner, and you are, and mm -hmm. you can fly. I fly through the, it's, I know. You just are aerodynamic. It's my weird shaped head. <laughs> Is it? I know what it would be like to be normal if I were you. In what aspect? <laughs> no one's normal. Fuck no the word normal. normal. Anyways. This is our podcast. This is for college kids. This is for old ass bitches. This is for eight year olds. This is for everybody. Probably not the second two, but everybody else. <laughs> Come as you are is another potential name for this podcast. Come as and you are. Speaking of. C U M. C <laughs> Come, Come as you as are. Come as you are. The goal of this episode is to come to a conclusion of what our podcast shall be named. Most people speak in conversations like a straight line. Ben and I's <laughs> conversations resemble my hair. They're curly. They're falling on the floor. <laughs> They're trapped under a beanie. But we're going to take the beanie off today. And they're going to hear the conversation. The conversations that nobody asked for. That nobody wants. I have a MacBook and... <laughs> no microphone. No microphone. I have a MacBook, some noodles that I just ate. I'm ready to talk for I'm ready to weeks. Talk. Well, let's get started. Let's what's get started. Our, what's our number? What's our first option for the name? Our first option is, unfortunately, I am. I don't really remember what that meant. So... The story behind, I think this would be a great first episode of us just explaining these names. I agree. We've, we've created this first episode four times now. Yeah. And I hope we don't sound rehearsed, but we are. And it's, it's not on purpose. It's because... We're finding our, our feet. We're finding our feet. So in the first draft of this episode... We were introducing each other, and Ben says, <laughs> unfortunately, I am Ben. Unfortunately, I am. 
Unfortunately, I am here. Unfortunately, I'm doing me. <laughs> and we'll Fortunately, get into that I'm later. Doing, we'll, Fortunately, <laughs> I'm doing me. Uh, we're doing, that's number two, okay. But yeah. So that's what that is. I feel like it's, it's good because we're both mentally ill. And I think that really sums up our mental illness, the self-hate, you know, we'll get into that. But unfortunately, I am, but I still am. And we're becoming content with that. <gasps> I love that. This is our journey of becoming content with being us. Becoming content with the unfortunate fortune that we are. Us. <laughs> that. Maya Angelou has never. You know I'm a poet. I know. On to number two. We're doing us. And we are. <laughs> we are. You better believe. The first episode we just talked about that for 30 minutes. And it got over overworked. It got overdone. Good thing the phone wasn't recording. Good thing the phone <laughs> wasn't recording because we beat that joke to death. I know. I and still I was going to make an inappropriate though. illusion, but I stopped myself. Beat the, we beat the meat. We beat the meat. And guess what? She came, and we kept going for days. Seconds, and thirds, and, and fourths. fourths. And she's tired now. We're she's putting her tired. We're putting her away. Until tomorrow morning. Until tomorrow morning when I wake up and I do me. Move your car at the butt crack of dawn. And I do me. And I do me. So that's So that. do you want to say the story? We have to say the story about us doing I can us. Tell, I, I can tell the story. So recently we went to... Um, <clears throat> Outland, out and Johnson's out. Creek Premium Outlets. Johnson's Creek. <laughs> Premium Outlets. Um, basically, cheap clothes, a um, bunch of stores that are outlet mall, at an outlet mall. And Robin's lovely aunt, um, well, Robin wanted to shop with her. So Robin called her. We called her, I guess. I mean, I was there. And said, where are you? I want to shop with you. And she got very upset and so she upset. was mad and she was like I am not shopping with you because I'm doing me <laughs> at the Crocs store from the Crocs from the premium <laughs> from the aisle of women's six and a half rainbow Crocs she said I'm doing me. Children's <laughs> seven. <laughs> Children's. She has tiny feet. And from got, the corner of happy and healthy, she she's, said, doing, <laughs> she's doing her. And literally, and, and, and I will just say it, that line went, it just kind of went, and then <laughs> you hung up, and I was like, did I just hear what I, <laughs> like, I'm doing, I'm doing me. <laughs> I'm doing me. Like, it, no, no. I'm more. doing me. <laughs> it's, I'm doing, doing me. me. It's really, it's so and simple. And we're doing us. And I cannot come to class today. I'm doing me. Like, it, it just. I can't turn my assignments in at 11.59. I'm doing <laughs> I'm me. I'm doing me. I'm simply doing me. I can't pay for this noodles. I'm doing me. We so. can't be doing that and doing this and doing us and doing that. No. We just need to be doing us. Uh, so that's the title. We're doing us. Is it? Well, well that's the three? option. Well, what's, the, what's number three? Number three is... Ooh, I cannot read my handwriting. Oh, I think it says unrailed <laughs> and bar and grill. 
<laughs> I don't remember. Un, oh, unedited. Unedited? Oh, yes. Unedited. Unedited. And, and bar, bar and, and grill. grill with Ben and Rob. With Ben and Rob. Our favorite pastime is adding and bar and grill. <laughs> to anything. To anything. Robin's. <laughs> Robin's, Robin's Silver Buick and Bar and Grill. And Bar and Grill. Ben's Butt Plug and Bar and Grill. Robin's Plagiarism Pornhub <laughs> and Bar and Grill. Yes. It just keeps going. It's, we're like Dr. Seuss. Ben's doing him and Bar and, and, bar and Grill. grill. <laughs> it's that simple. Robin's overthinking a message she got from a boy oh, and Bar, bar and, and Grill. grill. And I'm ordering a milkshake. And bar and grill. And bar and grill. So that's that. And I, I like that. I like unedited I and bar and grill. I think it's cute. Uh, can you hear it? When this inevitably blows up. And um, it will. And it, well, uh, and it won't. It will. It I, might. Everything you put, everything you lay your fingers on works out, it feels like. <laughs> Not myself. And I touch myself. Oh, well... You win some, you lose some. And bar and grill. And bar and grill. But um, I just feel like, can, can, like, Call Her Daddy is such a good podcast name. And it's, we cannot just skip over that. The, the, the similarities between Untitled currently and Call Her Daddy are uncanny. Except we're not 5'8". 120 pound gorgeous big milky titty white girls not at all we're the opposite <laughs> we're the opposite well, one of us has big milky titty <laughs> but the other one just has a saggy pair of udders that's me um but that's why we're gonna be more real like i don't know if i even want to listen not me coming for call her daddy we'll skip over that but the, what this what i'm saying with that is they were roommates we're gonna be roommates. We're basically roommates. We spend in days, days together. And we, I haven't left your side for week. more than an hour no. this week. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have it any other way. Do we end like Alexandra and Sophia? No. That's not in our storyline. Not in our storyline. Not in my plot. And Bar and Grill. And Bar and Grill. But as as Natasha as Natasha Benningfield once said, "Open up the dirty window. Let the, the sun, sun illuminate, illuminate the, the words, words that, that you, you cannot, cannot find. find." What a beautiful song! What a beautiful lyric! I want that tattooed on my body. The, Actually, it's, it's kind of it's good. It is. I don't know what it means. The the pen is in your hand. The rest is still unwritten. unwritten. I miss Natasha. Is she dead? No, she put an album out in 2019, actually. We are going to have to review that in a future episode. We will. It, no one listened to it. But no. it's, I think, 19 tracks long. That's a long album. Well, it was like 10 Speaking years of... Speaking of a long album, this is going to be a long this album. This is going to be a long album. you don't album. get on to number You're five. Right. La Ooh. LaCroix Drunk. I'm LaCroix Drunk. I'm always LaCroix Drunk, and I'm always doing me. And Bar and <laughs> It's that simple. Should we just combine? You know what? We can each... Well, how many seasons of this are we going to have? I don't know. But each season, pick a new name. A new name. I just... LaCroix Drunk 
is very us. We it's love very, LaCroix. Wow. We drink a copious amount of LaCroix. An extreme amount of LaCroix. I once drank an entire pack of Lemoncello LaCroix in two days. And by that, me. I mean four days ago. Yeah. And you're drinking one right now. And I wish I was drinking one right now. I just don't have one. And if we had one, we would <clears> be drinking it. Period. I'm always LaCroix drunk. And I just feel like it's... It, like... Rolls right off the tongue. People, you know, like Lacroix drunk. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you listen to Lacroix drunk? Like, I don't know. It kind of sounds like drunk. Lacroix. <laughs> you listen to Lacroix drunk. Lacroix. Who's, who's the demographic? Lacroix drunk. Lacroix drunk. So my demographic is a black woman, right? Lacroix. So we got we got Don Quixote in the trenches. <laughs> Lacroix drunk. Hey girl, you listen to Lacroix drunk last night? <laughs> Not the A A V E. Me. From me. Not I guess me. I can. We're gonna like, <laughs> We're gonna get forget the sprite and the cough syrup. Lacroix drop. Girl, you listen to Lacroix drop. Putting a Lacroix in every baby mama's hand. A household name. Lacroix drop. We're gonna put Lacroix on the map. For rap. <laughs> Period. That's an untapped market. <laughs> Are they drinking Lacroix? You tell me. I don't know. You don't know? You are. I'm drinking LaCroix. And I'm black. You buy enough for the whole population. (laughs) The whole population. I love LaCroix Drunk. It kind of sounds like a band name. Loaded Diaper, (laughs) Motley Crue, LaCroix Drunk. So we have to think about that. Drunk on a Sunday. Is what we were yesterday. (laughs) And every Sunday. Um, And sometimes Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Actually, I think that there have been several weeks in the past um, two months. Two months, where we have been more drunk. Where we have spent more days of the week being drunk than not. And I love that. That's the fantasy. And it's showing on my love handles. It's showing on my loaded diaper <laughs> and bar and grill. I'm not sorry about it. I'm a liquidy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it sloshes. Have you ever been, like, you don't eat a lot, but you drink a lot, and you just feel the liquid sloshing around? I feel yourself? like a waterbed. A waterbed. What happened to those? Anywho. Um, drunk on a Sunday. Frequently us. And then there is come as you are. Um, spelling. I, I really like that. C-O-M-E? C-U-M is more us. Come as you are. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. We're very sex positive. Mm-hmm. No kink shaming. No kink shaming at all. And we'll get into that. But they're very different. Let's things. move on from that story. Come as you are is a really beautiful thing, though. All about and acceptance. All about us. All about We're us coming doing us. As we are. So, Robin, what do you want the name of our podcast to be? Well, we cannot forget the honorable mentions gifted and talented gifted and talented because we're two gifted, gifted and talented, talented children that grew up to be hot messes subpar not subpar mentally ill that's for fucking and sure disordered yes. <laughs> and trauma traumas traumatized but i think it also speaks like and, and we could have like a whole billion 
a whole billion minute conversation about trauma about trauma about the whole gifted and the whole gifted and talented ideology of being told that you're you're amazing you're this you're that you don't have to try Mm -hmm. and then you're put into a position where you have to try Mm -hmm. which is kind of going to be the next couple months for us as we navigate buying an apartment and not spending $5,000 $5,000 per person on anthropology plateware and plateware only. We're gonna. We're News not flash. gonna be able to. But it's not in the cards. That's not doing me. Well, it would be doing us. It would be doing us. It would be the most doing us. It would a be little doing too us much. more than anything else. Um, but I think, oh, not the notifications, but I think that. Oh, I don't even know what I'm saying. I think that Gifted and Talented is not a good title because it's face value. Are we gifted? Are we talented? Yes. It doesn't define me. it's not the only thing going on for us. No. Adam. Because we're going to talk about everything else. Everything else other than speaking. Exactly. So, any other... Name suggestions? Should we vote or should we talk about our topic for today? Well, I think we should think about it as we talk about our topic and at the end we'll have a name. Okay. Those are the options. Welcome to our podcast. Each week we're going to talk about something. Anything. Anything at all. We're um, always talking. We're always talking. This is like, have you ever been with your best friend? I'm tired of talking. Oh, that's a bop. Um, have you ever been with your friend and just been like, I wish that somebody was recording us because we're funny as shit. That's us. And that's what we're doing right now. So should. as we should, as we are, and as we will, and as we shall. Um, or as they say in Sweden, vi ska, which means we shall. Um, <clears throat> so, really, it's a crapshoot for what you're going to get from us, but we're just going to cover, it could be, you know, politic, politics, real, like, like, events, like current events, music, things about our past, things about our lives, you know, anything. Do you have anything to add, Robin? Guys. Guys. This was on my mind a lot lately, which is Robin's problematic. Robin's got issues. It's problematic. Well, I don't think it's problematic. Actually, it is, but I don't mean that as any offense. How much time? Okay, but you're you're in a relationship. We gotta we gotta get that in there, and we'll have Jacob on here at some point. At some point. We cannot forget that if you were not in a relationship, perhaps you would be t- thinking about guys the same amount. That's why you. I'm not coming for you. I know. We're never coming for each other. Never. We are coming as we are. And we are doing us. (laughs) And we're drunk on a Sunday. And we're LaCroix drunk. Damn. Those titles really do just encapsulate our lives as to LGBT. LGBT. Freshmen. Um, Today we're going to talk. Do you even want to talk about our topic today? What is our topic today? I thought we were going to talk about getting an apartment. What this oh, means? Oh, let's do. Oh, that's right. Freedom. Let's talk about it because I've been dying to talk about it. We've been talking about it the whole damn day. <laughs> we haven't stopped talking about and it. 
That's fine because I am so excited. I'm so excited. Thank you. Let's start off with two weeks ago you not wanting to get an apartment. Well, it's not that I didn't want to get an apartment, and you know that. Well, I don't mean that like you didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just it's ma- we. I wasn't knowledgeable about the opportunities of getting an apartment and what the benefits were. I was unfamiliar with the process, and we cannot ignore the fact that I. What will often come up on here is that I have daddy issues. My dad left me when I was nine. And because of that, I just, we've never really had that conversation. My mom was never a renter. And so I haven't had someone to tell me. I never even knew it was an option. And so to think about, and I guess that's what we're kind of talking about today, like the freedoms that come with getting your own place and the responsibilities, but also the privilege and like the fact that for me at least, I'm, like, one of the first people in my family to do this, to, like, get my own place as a sophomore, to go to college and graduate from college. That's why I was so hesitant to commit to getting an apartment together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It wasn't without reason. It wasn't without reason, but it was with hesitancy. It was. It still is. I'm still scared of shit. Why? To get this apartment. What are you scared of? I'm scared of rats. Oh, not at Park Street. Those apartments are new. Not as dropping our address. But anyways. um. (laughs) Park Street's a long street. They'll never find us. They won't. Um, I'm scared of renter's insurance, which we haven't discussed yet. We totally forgot that was a thing. Totally forgot about that. But um, I'm scared of paying rent. I'm scared of... So much. I'm scared of going to move my car and finding out how much parking was today. Let's not think about that. But what are you hesitant about? You can't be a hundred. There's no way that you're you're holding no hesitancy. What are you scared of from from this? Well, I know that if I live in 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 a dorm, that it will be covered. Like the money will come from somewhere. Whether it comes from the school, which it probably will, or um, it comes from a loan, or it comes from me. Um, but I know it's going to come from somewhere. But with an apartment, that's not guaranteed. The school isn't there to cover whatever I can't pick up. You know, I I could take out a loan to pay for rent. Do I want to do that? Absolutely not. So, you know, hopefully. We're able to make it work with the money that the school gives us. However, um, it's it's scary, you know? The thought of, if I don't work X number of hours, I won't be able to live here. Like, I don't know. It's something so silly. Like, everybody deals with that. But and I haven't had to deal with that. let's talk about that. Because we're both pre-law, in a way. And I think we both <clears throat> know that we're not going to hopefully be someone and just because you go to law school does not mean that you are financially secure by any means but no, i know miss girl i think that's that, precisely the issue exactly i think we both have a feeling that we're going to be financially secure somehow um and so the idea of living paycheck to paycheck is not unfamiliar to us 
but it's uncomfortable to us. But it's such a norm, and that's so messed up. It, I, I will be um, candid. It is my norm currently. Mm-hmm. Because I it's never, my norm. never really built up a savings account because I'm not trying to play like a victim, but I just never worked enough that I had extra money. Right. Because I was paying for car, phone, gas, right. which is fine, and I need to pay for the things that I have. But I just didn't have extra money, right. which I could have worked more. Um, I just made the choices I made when I was younger. So living paycheck to paycheck is very, very normal for me. But, yeah, I mean, I totally agree. It's also the normal for me. Mm-hmm. It's just upsetting that in America right now, that's the norm. Is it not? Should we... Like, I mean, you look at these other countries and they're not living paycheck to paycheck. No. Swedes, <laughs> not living paycheck to paycheck. And maybe some are, but it's not the norm. Right. Living paycheck to paycheck, I feel like, used to be a phenomenon that was like the starving artist, the young college kid, like, not someone who's graduated from a four year university and now just graduated into a pandemic and can't get a job or you know whatever other circumstances might prevail I think it's so interesting that like as a college student we fall in between the cracks of receiving government aid like I was 17 when the stimulus check came out and me too and we were left out Mm -hmm. because our parents didn't get money for us because we were 17, but we didn't get money for ourselves because we weren't, like, I don't remember what age you had to be to receive money. Right. But, like, if you're this age, you are just struggle. Like, it is just struggle for you. And not for everybody, but for most people, it is. And isn't that odd that supposedly every generation before us has been working so hard so that their children could have a future that is effortless but yet the demographic that's supposed to be capitalizing all of that extra hard work is the one who's paying for it the most but it's I do want to acknowledge it is weird I want to acknowledge I almost feel privileged to be receiving finite oh definitely which is weird though but it's I guess you go A your whole life program you go your whole life with less so that you get something now. I mean, that's kind of what it is, right? So we, you shouldn't feel bad, but I do feel like it's a privilege because we also don't, hopefully, don't have to really work for our rent. Right. As much as if we were receiving no fin aid because mm-hmm. the school is going to hopefully be able to help. So that's why we're able to like get an apartment mm-hmm. and do the, do this hopefully easily. Um, what I've been thinking yeah. about a lot has been, like, we're not the only ones looking at apartments. A lot of our other friends are that aren't here on so much men aid. Yeah. Um, and they still have to come up with the full amount of rent every month. And what a lot of people do and is, is they end up taking out loans, which is something that I'm not willing to do. But... That's the norm. Mm-hmm. And 
to live off loans. Loans, like even though I grew up in a low-income household, living off of loans, I wasn't familiar with that. I was familiar with paycheck to paycheck, but not expending, I guess taking out money for tuition and taking out money for rent and groceries is so different to me. It's, it's weird. I, I didn't realize that all of that stuff was loans when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Loans. We also have to, I feel like, acknowledge, and I, keep, I feel like I keep saying we have to acknowledge this, we have to acknowledge that, but like we've grown up in such an odd time, and it's so easy to forget that a large part of our childhood was in a recession. You're right. When my dad was going to law school in 2007. It was the recession. Exactly. And now we're in a recession again. And we're finding ourselves in a similar spot that our parents were at, except we're just entering college instead of exiting college. But we're experiencing a lot of the same trials. And I feel like it's just interesting. It feels like we're on a cycle. And like, everyone keeps saying Gen Z is going to be the generation to break this. Gen Z is going to be the generation to break that. And like, I think that's hopeful. But what stopped the millennials from doing that? The same things that will stop us. And how do we like overcome that, I guess? You don't, because the system is broken. I mean, I hope that's not the case, and I also feel like it's kind of a cop-out. Like, You're it's, right. It's easy to say, I accept no responsibility, or I you know, will take none of the blame for things not changing because the system is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it is true to an extent. Things are out of our control that prevent things from getting better. So Gen Z can't fix that. Unless we abolish multiple systems, which we can have so many episodes on radical political theory because I could talk about it for hours and hours. But I feel like this conversation that we're having right now is what the moderates don't get. Mm -hmm. They don't get that like, we don't, they don't look into the cycles and realize that like it's not the people that are messing up. It's not the people that aren't approaching, like because they're approaching it as reform instead of abolition. Like we've been trying reform and reform and reform and implementing socialist programs after capitalist cycles take their effect. And it just feels like we're using a pail with holes in it to empty a sinking ship. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm, it does. So I don't know. That's that kind of got way off topic. It did, but but it is actually it's still very on topic. It's re- very relevant to us getting an apartment. Us getting our apartment. Besides the financial worry and the financial burden, what is your biggest personal fear? What's yeah, socially, personally, mentally, what worries you the most? I'm I'm scared of living with other people. I'm scared that I'm gonna like, I mean, I'm not new to living with other people. I've lived with other people my entire life, but like I've never lived with friends before and I'm kind of a clean freak, but then also a pigsty. I'm doing me. <laughs> you, you do you. I'm doing me and doing that together yeah. is, I mean, we're not in a relationship, but we have a relationship. We have a dynamic and we have never pushed it to bounds of sharing a space mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. we always have we bounce around like it's like we're bar hopping from jacob's room to my room to wherever else mm-hmm. we always have somewhere else to go so it'll be interesting to see the effect on a relationship 
sharing a space. What do you think? I agree. I I will say though, this apartment that we're looking at, well, every place that we've looked at, would provide us our own bedroom, right? Which I think is very important because if my bedroom gets messy, you don't have to deal with it. That's true. Not that I'm anticipating that, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But you also don't like I, I. I feel like I know you enough that you wouldn't even want my bedroom to get messy. I wouldn't want your bedroom to. I mean, I've come into your dorm and done your laundry with you. Which I very much appreciate. But the thing is, if we're sharing this space, we have a very specific vision of what we want it to look like and how we want it to feel. And even though I'm I'm going to have to let go of the mommy tendencies of making sure that that your room is livable. That's why I think that we're good for each other, though, because not that you would, like... Hold me accountable. Well, you you well, kind do of hold do. you accountable, and you hold me accountable. Right. So that's why I feel like that's kind of a good thing. But with the dorm, I I almost like don't feel like I'm paying for it. Right. Because I don't know if that's because of the financial aid or if that's because of you know whatever. Like the bill is already paid, so I'm not paying every month. Um, I think that with this, it's it like really feels like I'm paying for it more. And um, for that reason, I want to really make it nice. Plus, the dorm is a room with a window and no AC. And this is an apartment building. With a beautiful, with beautiful a, interior. Yeah. and Heated parking. <laughs> are the utilities included for this bad bitch? They are. I just... It's almost too good to be true. It's across the street from a Dunkin'. Like, I want to make this mine. Right. Not not mine, like, as opposed no, I to... Know, I want to make it no, ours. No, no, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. You've mentioned that about your own space, like, right now. Your dorm, that sometimes you don't feel like it's your own space. Mm-hmm. And I totally empathize to that, of, like, I wouldn't be able to focus or feel comfortable in a room that I didn't feel that was truly mine. Even when I visit home, like, for break, when my room, like, I, I hadn't updated it in a while. It felt very high school I felt like I was a visitor. I could not do homework. But when I went back this past week, I made sure to print out some Frank Ocean posters. And I I felt very much at home. Mm -hmm. So I totally respect the whole, your own space Mm -hmm. and the the need to have it. And also, like, with with my space in my house, I mean, it's all, even though I did, I guess, move when I was 13, so. It's not like I grew up with, like, it's not like I'm living in the bedroom that I was right, right. as a very young child. But this is like a fresh, clean slate. You're not updating. You are introducing. Right. And, like, it's just such an, it's just such an exciting opportunity, I guess. And I think that that's a great, a great representation of what this podcast might be, is us, like, finding, I mean, in high school... And we'll have a whole episode on this. We were both insane. We both pushed ourselves to our academic limits. And we're still, like, grades are always a priority, but we're, like, finding ourselves now. And I feel like that's a great allusion to what you just said mm-hmm. of um, finding introducing this new space instead of renovating our high school selves. We're a new person. Mm-hmm. That's a great place to lead off with our new podcast name. What is it? Unfortunately, I am. Really? Do you like that one? I like it. I think it's self-aware mm-hmm. because I don't think you would want to be anybody else. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be anybody, anybody else. else. 
it's not true. Sometimes it feels like it. It's not a pity party, but unfortunately, I am. Sometimes it is. Well, with that, I think we've recycled a lot of good new episode names. I Band cannot names. wait to make the next episode with you, Ben. Well, I'm Robin. Robin. Thank you, Ben. You're welcome, Robin. It's very nice talking to you today. All right, see you guys. <laughs>